Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021 and another episode of Together for Salem. Monica. Hello. Aaron. We uh, were on break last week, as hopefully were you. We hope you had a great time. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to our new year. That's and right. A new, and a new message today. 2021. 2021. It's a message for the new year. Yes, for today. A good for year. whatever day you're watching this. A yes. good year, it's going to be called. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. Yes. Um, after this week, we're going to start a new series called It's Impossible. So stay tuned for that. Like and subscribe so you see uh, the videos pop into your news feed or mm -hmm. uh, wherever you're watching, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, or maybe you're listening on the podcast. Thank you. If you are watching and you're new or you haven't let us know that you're here, maybe this is your first time, the welcome form on our website is a great way for you to connect with us, for us to connect with you. We'll send you a free gift card, e-gift card, just for saying hello. Um, and there's other things you can do on that form as well. You can uh, buy a For Salem hoodie mm -hmm. or get For Salem encouragement cards or request a Bible. We'll mail you a Bible or get prayer. So the welcome form is a great thing for you to do, whether you're listening on the podcast or watching here on the YouTubes or Facebooks. So the link is in the show notes or the description. Mm. Check it out. It's also on the screen. Happy New Year. Happy We're going to send it over to John. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. On the other side for a couple announcements and giveaway. Mm. Take it away, John. Hey, Happy New Year. And I really mean that. I hope 2021 is a happy year for you. And as we look at this new year, I have a question for you. See, we all hope 2021 will be better than 2020, but what if it's not? I know, hey, isn't that just a great lifter upper for the new year? We all hope 2021 is gonna be better than 2020, but honestly, what if it's not? See, we hope turning a page on a calendar will make just everything better. We think that every year, right? Especially, but especially after 2020. But if we think about it, in reality, an arbitrary number on a calendar isn't gonna change our current reality. See, we often think that life is like a, uh, a series of hills, right? And as we go through life, we have high moments and we have low moments. And we try to stay on the high parts of, of the journey of the hills for as long as possible. We try to have as many high days as possible, as many good days as possible. And try to have the good days outweigh the bad days. Try to have as many good years as we can and have as few bad years as we can. And so we see this kind of new year idea that we see every year as a chance to reset to have a good year, right? Maybe this year will be up high. And because last year, you know, it was kind of down low. So let's get it a little bit higher this year. And that idea works until like the first bad thing happens for your year and then the next, and then your year is ruined and it's only January 2nd, right? See, in reality, I think life is more like uh, we're on a train and we're going down a set of train tracks. And on one side is everything bad that happens to us. Now on the other side is everything good that happens to us. And in the middle is just the, the middle stuff. But it's all coming at us at the exact same time, right? That's why you can have this, uh, this moment of uh, thinking, oh man, that kid is so cute and so sweet. I love my kids so much. And then they wake up and they're terror. See, it's all just kind of happening, happening all at once. There's not good days and bad days. There's just life. See, the reality is, the, the truth is, no matter what year it is, life is hard. No matter what year it is, life is just going to be hard. 
And yeah, we all have a choice on which side of the train tracks we're going to focus on because we can focus on the bad and just feel like all life is bad. We can just kind of ignore the bad and just look at the good and think life is all good until the bad slaps you in the back of the head. But the truth is, with Jesus, there's more. See, with Jesus, it's not just what side of the train you're looking at. It's where the train is headed. And so for this new year, I want to talk about this, this idea that 2021 won't be a complete reset. It's not going to be a fresh do-over. 2020 won't be a complete reset, but it can be a new beginning. And the Apostle Peter talks about this. Peter was one of Jesus' closest uh, followers, one of his best friends. He actually was the leader of the very, very first group of Jesus followers. And he talks about this idea of a kind of a, a new beginning. Of, of life. And so here's what Peter says. He says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And I got to stop there because that that I just read, really, if you understood nothing else about Christianity, if you knew none of the history of Christianity and you were able to wipe out all the extra stuff that's been put on it over the centuries, that is the core of Christianity. That is the core of following Jesus. And it's, it's a single event. See, the core of Christianity is not a set of teachings. It's not a way of thinking. It's not a pathway to knowledge or enlightenment. It's not even a set of behaviors or actions or even a, a moral code. It's a single event. See, because of God's loving mercy, God himself, Jesus, came to earth, died on a cross, and then rose himself back again from the dead. And he has offered us a perfect relationship with him, a perfect relationship with God that can start now and lasts forever. And he's offered us a new life of transformation simply by trusting in his forgiveness. See, the core of Christianity is that Jesus came back to life to give us a new life. Jesus came back to life to give us a new life and to give us a solid hope for our ultimate future. A solid hope for the, the final destination of that, that life train we're on. And when we see that, when we understand that, when we accept and believe that, it completely changes how we view our current situation. And so Peter goes on. He says, Now we live with great expectation. And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. See, Peter's talking about faith, which, you know, religious word for trust. This faith that he's talking about that we have is this trust that Jesus died and rose again for you. Trust that a, a new eternal life and a new eternal future, as, as Paul says in Ephesians, is sealed for you by the Holy Spirit. It's secure. It's promised by the God who keeps every promise he makes. Think about it. If we have this inheritance, this, this hope for an eternal, perfect future with God, and it's secure, it's promised, we didn't do anything to earn it. It's not like we did enough good things and God said, okay, now you've earned this relationship. If we can't do anything to earn it, we can't do anything to lose it either. 
right? Like what, what sin did Jesus forget to die for on the cross? So there's, there's no event, there's no feeling, there's no difficulty, there's no year or day that can destroy what God himself has promised and that God himself is protecting. And so if you trust that, if you learn to trust that, it will change your perspective and your life. And the result will be that you will have a life of peace, of confidence, even happiness. That can start now. See, a Jesus follower's hope for the future allows them to enjoy today. A Jesus follower's hope for the future allows them to enjoy today. And the next thing that Peter writes, I think, is the key for what we're talking about with this whole New Year idea. He says this, So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. It's this idea of realistic hope, of looking at reality, but still having hope. See, things are difficult now. But, as Peter's saying, but we can ex also experience joy now because of the wonderful joy that's promised ahead for us. See, the secret's not in ignoring difficulties and only looking out the good train window. It's not just wishing them away with positive thinking or even trying to complain them away and, and blame somebody else or something else. See, the real secret to all of this is looking the real world square in the face, acknowledging that things stink right now and they probably won't get better for a while but this is not forever see what awaits a jesus follower is infinitely better and it's infinitely longer lasting than what we are enduring right now see real hope allows us to persevere in the real world if we have real hope, a solid promised hope from God himself, it allows us to persevere in the real world, whatever the real world, real world will throw at us. In um, the, maybe if you're in the business world, maybe you've read a book by Jim Collins called Good to Great. In this book, he, he quotes something from a man named Jim Stockdale. Jim Stockdale won the Medal of Honor. He was a POW in Vietnam for over seven years. And he survived and he thrived and he was able to come back home through torture and just, just a horrible experience as a prisoner of war. And he survived when others died. He survived for over seven years in the Hanoi Hilton. And when Jim Collins asked Jim Stockdale, who didn't make it out of this prison camp? Who didn't make it out as a POW? You survived. Why didn't the others survive? Who didn't, why didn't they make it out? Who didn't make it out? Here's what Jim Stockdale said. He said, oh, that's easy. The optimists. Oh, they were the ones who said, we're going to be out by Christmas. And Christmas would come and Christmas would go. Then they would say, we're going to be out by Easter. And Easter would come and Easter would go. And then Thanksgiving. And then it would be Christmas again. And they died of a broken heart. And he says, this is a very important lesson. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. See, wishful thinking, denial, complaining, blaming, or doing nothing, none of that makes our year, our life, better. In fact, they make it worse. They, they keep us from, from actually fixing anything and, and dealing with what we're actually going through. See, we need to face the fact 
that life is hard. It always has been. It always will be. But someday it won't be this way. Someday a reality more real than the pain we experience now is waiting for us. It is being securely held for us by the one who paid for us. See, no matter what we go through, and I know some of you have been through the closest thing to hell on earth that you can imagine in this last year. No matter what we go through, there is something better coming. All things sad will be undone. He, God himself, God will live with them and they, his followers, Jesus' followers, will be his people. God himself will be with them. And check this out. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And I know for a lot of us, that sounds like wishful thinking. I just thought, oh, that'll be nice, you know, this hope of heaven someday. And, you know, I would agree that 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 does sound like wishful thinking. And sometimes I I start to believe that maybe it is. But then I remember, and sometimes it takes me longer than I'd like for it to, to take for me to remember this. See, I think it's wishful thinking, but then I remember that, really, it's only wishful thinking if there's no proof. It's only wishful thinking if there's no proof. And then I remember that Jesus himself said this. He said, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And then after he said that, he not only overcame the world, he overcame death itself, just like he said he would. See, Jesus's resurrection is proof that our current life is not our final life. Jesus' resurrection, the fact that he brought himself back from the dead, just like he said he would, is proof that our current life is not our final life. See, and as we wait for that promised, secure, final life, it's not like we just, we just sit back and, and hunker down and just hang out with our good little Christian friends. No. See, as we wait for that final life, we have a role to play. We have a role to play in making the world as close to heaven as possible now to give others a taste of what they can experience for eternity someday too. Here's how Peter finishes this this idea here. He says, These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. If you remember a, a few episodes ago, a few, maybe a series or two ago, we said this idea that difficulties are an opportunity to practice trust. When things are difficult, we can either complain and, and ignore reality, or we can see reality and use that as an opportunity to practice trust. And this faith that Peter is talking about, this trust that he's talking about, it's not just belief. It's not just saying, oh, I believe there's a God and I'm pretty sure Jesus rose from the dead. No, see, the faith in the biblical writings, the faith that the first Jesus followers wrote about and talked about and experienced was a trust that inspires action. See, faith isn't just belief. Faith is a trust that inspires action. A faith, as Paul says in Galatians, that expresses itself in 
love. So we can use life's difficulties to make life better for others now. We're not just sitting and waiting for heaven. We can use life's, diff life's difficulties now to make life better for others now. See, we can allow the trials that we go through, the difficulties we go through to refine our faith, to refine a faith that expresses itself in love now. You can allow trials to make you more sympathetic, more empathetic, allow you to see the brutal world for what it is and still realize that the person your faith is founded on is the one thing that those around us need right now. You can allow trials to show you where God is working and where he's carrying you to right now, where he needs you to be right now. You can allow trials to teach you to love like Jesus loves right now. And so for this, this new year, I think there's three choices we can make to make 2021 a new beginning. Not a reset, but a new beginning. And you can really do this every day. It doesn't have to be the new year. But we can choose first to see reality for what it is. Accept that life is hard. We can say, this feels impossibly difficult right now. When, when the difficulties come this year, and there will be difficulties, it's okay to say, this feels impossibly difficult. It's healthy to say, this hurts more than I ever thought anything could ever hurt. This isn't fair. And the truth is, it probably isn't. And this is not what I wanted. I don't like this. That's good. Accept reality. Look it straight in the face and accept the reality that this is hard. And then... Choose to trust Jesus for who he is. Trust Jesus for who he is. Accept his offer that he wants to give you a new life, that you can't earn a perfect relationship with God. You can't earn his forgiveness. There's not enough good you can do to outweigh your bad. You accept his forgiveness that he bought for you by dying for you on the cross. And then you, you trust him, what he said. You, you can even remind yourself that, Jesus, you promised to always be with me. No matter what I'm going through, you promised to always be with me and to never leave me. You promised that I am yours forever. And you promised to give me eternal life now and forever. No matter what you're going through, you can hold on to those promises and trust Jesus for who he is. And then can make this world better than it is. Make this world better than it is through Jesus's empowering. Remember, it's not our love that we're trying to love with. It's not our strength we're trying to make the world better with. It's through Jesus's love, through his power, that we play our part one person at a time. We ask Jesus every day, who do you want me to love for you today? Who do you want me to love for you today? And that's our life. That's our mission. That's our role to play in this new beginning of life that Jesus gives us. But let's think about it. Do you remember the last new year? We're like, oh man, 2019 was rough. Can't wait for 2020. I've got a 2020 vision. See, 2019 wasn't that great. 2020 obviously was even worse. 2021, no guarantee it's going to be much better. And even if it is, it won't live up to all of our expectations. But if all of this is true, if the fact that Jesus did rise from the dead like he said he would, like he said he would, is true, think about it. What if it is? What if there's more to our world than we can see? What if we didn't have to fear an unknown future? What if you didn't have to fear death? 
Think about it. When you don't fear death, you don't fear very much, do you? What could your life begin to be if you chose to face reality, chose to trust Jesus, and chose to work with him to change the world around you for the better right now, today? See, the truth is, when we turn every difficulty into an opportunity to trust Jesus, every difficulty is an opportunity for a new beginning. Make 2021 your year of a new beginning, of seeing reality, trusting Jesus, and making the world as close to heaven on earth as possible for those around you. Welcome back. Here we are again. I'm sure you missed us. Thank you, John, for that message. Just hoping that we can all take advantage of this new year and the new opportunities that it lends and trust Jesus in it. So let's let's start today. Why not, right? Why not? Oh, we're going to give something away right now. Are oh, you ready? Yeah. Okay. To Isaac's oh, downtown. Yes. Ashley D. You won a gift certificate. So you head on down there. You feel free to buy more stuff than the gift certificate is, but congratulations. 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 Isaac's downtown is a great spot. Oh, man. Uh, this week, though, we're giving away a gift card, $25, mm -hmm. to Epilogue Kitchen, also downtown. Great spot, great eats, mm -hmm. great drinks. Mm -hmm. um, they have takeout, so check them out. The giveaway will be on social media. So if you don't follow our social meds, uh, check out those accounts, and that's how you can enter. And if you're not on the social medias, that's okay. You Get can there. always email. No, That could be your resolution. That might be oh, your wait. resolution. That's totally legit. <laughs> uh, but you can email us. So email us at uh, info at yourcrosscreek.com. Say, yeah. hey, I'd like to be entered into that really neato giveaway to Epilogue Kitchen. So that's just another way for you to do it. Easy peasy. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> uh, speaking of January, mm -hmm. speaking of downtown. Yes. Uh, our January for Salem opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. Every month we have a different uh, challenge or opportunity. Last month it was we gave uh, gloves to uh, Church at the Park. Oh man, so many 50 gloves. 50 pairs yeah. of gloves, 25 hats, super fun uh, to make that delivery. And I'm sure there are some warm hands and warm heads mm -hmm. hopefully out there as and a hopefully result. hopefully warm hearts as well. Yeah, and you can get involved at Church of the Park. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. But this week, or this month, mm -hmm. for January, our mm -hmm. For Salem opportunity, excuse me, my glasses are slipping. <laughs> our For Salem opportunity uh, is pay it backward. So when you're in the oh, drive-through yeah. or getting um, takeout or maybe even at the grocery store, mm -hmm. uh, pay for the person behind you. You can buy a gift card, just tell the cashier to give that to the person behind you, or you can ask how much it was. You know the drill. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's a super fun way to surprise somebody. Um, just give and be kind for no good reason. Um, undeserved, maybe mm -hmm. even, uh, but just for fun. So it's called Pay It Backward Challenge January. We'll have a link in the show notes, uh, but it's pretty simple. Yeah. And anybody can do it. You don't need to go to Cross Creek or even to watch this video to participate so you may not even be watching right now maybe you're listening <laughs> that's true but anyway sup podcasters what's up make sure you um do it do it once yeah see how it feels see how it feels and maybe just do it once a week or um every day that'd be amazing yeah i want to i'm gonna, just gonna follow those people around yeah that'd be that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it be jk yeah uh, a couple other notes uh if you have kids we have kids content uh. on the website for you check that out. It's a great way for them to get to know their friend Jesus a little bit better. Um, so that's always updated weekly mm -hmm. and free. Uh, you can also donate 
keep a good thing going, pay it backward to Cross Creek. Yep. Uh, there's a link in the show notes for that. We are a 501c3 here in Salem, we're a nonprofit. So a good way to kickstart your year, do a mm -hmm. little giving. That's right. That's right. And I think that's it. Pretty much. No, new series next, next, next week. Yeah, that was It's impossible. Thing. A new series, because it's a new year. I mean, who would think? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So congrats, babe. Thanks, congrats. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Here's you. Here's some questions for you to answer. 